This week's episode is brought to you by the Doors Open Connect app platform, available on the Apple App Store to download now. Designed by real estate professionals for real estate professionals. Looking to leverage your business and take it to the next level with the newest technology available? Doors Open Connect. If you're not sure what we're about, make sure to listen to the first episode ever and we'll keep the doors open so your deals stay closed. Hello there, this is Deshaun with Doors Open Connect Podcast. This is my co-host, Rick Haas, and thank you all very much for listening and for all your continued support. We've made it to over 650 downloads in just a, a few short months here, so um, we, we greatly appreciate you listening in and, uh, uh, and sharing with your friends and your family um, and everybody in the real estate business and, and um, business in general. So let's dive into the meat and potatoes. Rick, let's talk about... Open, opening up phase two potentially um, open houses. Yes, let's please talk about phase two opening up. I can't wait for it. And you know what that means, Sean? What's that mean? Open houses. Open houses. Your boy gets to do open houses again. I'm excited. <laughs> I've been hearing people from around the office and even other offices uh, chomping at the bit. They can't wait to uh, to get these things open. Yeah. Uh, and start doing open houses as many as they could, especially people who were kind of uh, putting them on the back burner to begin with. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm just so thrilled, man. I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. I thought about all kinds of ideas to do open houses and and things like that. But you know what else is getting ready to open? What's that? And that's have already opened so far. At least some of them. Mhm. Gems. Man, it's been a tough tough two months, man. I'm out of shape. I've got a belly. Um, can, I know you can work out at home, but you can only do so many push-ups before you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, uh, thankful, you know. Obviously, you have to go in there with care and due diligence and wipe down the machinery. But it's it's impressive, though. I've seen a lot of people um, come up with their own ideas of working out. You see, like mace workouts with like uh, medieval instruments, um, and you know, people are doing crazy things with their home workouts. And I don't know if anybody wants to even go back to a gym anymore. I, I do. <laughs> I, I need the gym. I definitely need the gym. So yeah, we're, um, we're going to be uh, opening back up phase two as soon as they give us the green light and hopefully things will start. Uh, At least here in Florida, not yeah. in California. You guys got another three, four months to wait. By the way, if you guys are, are in California or in New York or Chicago or Detroit um, areas, especially LA and California where you're going to be shut down for another three months, got um, Reach out to us here in Southwest Florida. I'm sure I've got a few agents I can line you up with, uh, I myself included. I'd be happy to help you out and help you relocate and get get uh, back to the beaches, et cetera. I think a lot of people are going to move down here after that. Yeah, so I hope um, the big <laughs> the big thing for us, obviously, the podcast has been uh, going going well, um, stringing along. We want to get the action going again on the app. We have, um, you know, we had our success story of last uh, last month with the close. Um, you know those those agents from different brokerages that we were able to pair up, uh, they combined had a commission commission checks of over six grand plus the mortgage loan originator got paid. And um, we're, we, we can't wait to do that for other agents and, and other brokerages and uh, get the word out. Um, also, Andre has another deal. He's gonna be closing at the beginning of June here, all done through open houses. So um, we know how valuable this is and how much we can help and our platform can leverage you, take your business uh, to the next level. Um, so that being said, we're really looking forward to uh, watching the uh, um, the app flare up again. And, and and again, folks, 
you can do a whole lot more on it than just open houses. So I'm, I'm excited to see those notifications start popping up on that's, my phone. That's you know that's what right before we shut down it was it was starting to get it was you know maybe a little annoying with all the emails and notifications. So but it was a good thing. But now uh, you know too many people using the app. <laughs> there's no such thing. No such thing. You're Rick. right. You're right. We got enough room for everybody. All right. Let's dive into our guest, our special guest today. Great to uh, you know pleasure. Um, can't wait to introduce you. So today we have with us Mr. Homecheck himself, Mr. Marcus Drosher. Did I say that correct? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's the CEO of Homecheck Systems, whose company has been around since 1974. He's done over, uh, well, the company combined has done over 30,000 home inspections. And welcome to the Doors Open Connect podcast. Happy to have well, you. Well, I got to tell you, when I was walking in here, I mean, you guys rock. I'm really uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So this will be an interesting one. You know, we, we see a lot of stuff on the real estate side um, as far as uh, the transactions and uh, the contract stuff. But um, we're not necessarily getting up in the attics or doing any of that stuff <laughs> yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you guys get to see a whole different side of it. What? So yeah. can you uh, talk to our listeners a little bit about how you got your start in home inspections and a little bit, a bit about where you're from and your background and... and uh, Sure, absolutely. So originally, I'm from Europe, Austria. I would say like the Arnold land, kind of that's where the accent comes from. Um, I moved here in 2016. That's why when, when we, we took over like home check systems um, from the previous owner, Jerry Triplett, he started the company in 1974. And we actually about like 33,000, over 33,000 inspections right now. So it's, it's, it's quite a lot. Um, what else can I say? Like home inspections in general, I guess. Um, what, what made you get into that? Yeah, that, I've been in construction my whole life. You know, Europe, especially in countryside, Austria, it, 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 it's a small country. And when you grow up in countryside, like, you know, all your friends, they're building houses and they, they're going to stay there like forever. So it's a little bit different. You got the friend who, you know, pours the slab, you're going to help them. Then you have a guy who works for a roofing contractor. He puts the roof on and you're going to help there. So it was always kind of somehow connected to construction. That's why it was always interesting for me being somehow connected with homes. Mm -hmm. um, in Austria, generally Europe, there is not really something like a home inspection because mm -hmm. the, the real estate, like the average person who buys a house stays in there longer. So there's not so much transaction going on than in the United States. So home inspection is more like, like being something US side. There's some like coming up now Australia, but the most thing is actually in, in the US. And it was always a dream of, you know, living in the U.S. And those two factors combined, like doing what I really like, being connected with homes and being in the U.S., that's the best thing happened. Yeah. When, when? That's it. Yeah. So how many, how many uh, inspections have you done yourself? Well, you I would roughly say about a couple thousand since I'm here, since 2016. You know, we, it's not only being like a home inspection. We do like the environmental testing, like mold and radon. We fly the drone, infrared scanning. So there's kind of a lot of, a huge package um, with what we do. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, and so uh, we, uh, we've been watching your, your, your Instagram and uh -huh. it's, it's hilarious um, because let's, let's be honest. If a home inspector just put up a video of him doing a right. home inspection with nothing, right? you know, it's kind of boring. But you, you put this twist on it where it's, it's funny to watch some of your videos because you see some things in houses that shouldn't be. <laughs> and we, we just think it's funny because you kind of call it out a little bit. And uh, so you got this thing going on and it's, um, it's Are You Crazy Man and What the Heck is Going On? That's, That's kind of how one, you, yeah. you uh, <laughs> title some of your videos. 
And so tell us about these uh, videos and why you chose like uh, the route of being the funny inspector instead of just being the old boring one that everybody else does. Well, sometimes the big thing is when you see something where you say like, really? I mean, seriously, there are like trade people up there who are licensed in what they do. Like, I don't know, for some reason, like everything what's connected with electric always gets me. I don't know why there is like the most thing electric wiring sticking out somewhere. Um, so for me, it's like I always have to smile when I see those things because they are so obvious. Even like a homeowner cannot see them because they might be like latent somewhere in an attic or in the garage somewhere around the corner. I mean, of course, I did see sticking out wires like right next to the receptacle in the kid's bedroom you know people just don't care because maybe they don't know or they don't know actually you know how dangerous it is when you're <laughs> touching a hot wire so i figured like you know being showing like people that you know there's a funny way actually to address those items even if it's dangerous and you know my mind job is to protect the buyer the home buyer yeah but also if there is something really dangerous i need to point it out to the seller as well because they should fix it if especially if somebody lives in there right absolutely. yeah absolutely and it, it's it's cool to see that twist that you you put onto it you can almost start your own podcast with well, some of those i think yeah you know guys <laughs> you know when we, we chatted a little bit before you know what you always say you want to bring value and that's something which which i really appreciate and it's really great and the same is like me having some some short videos on a youtube channel coming up soon hopefully it's like bringing value to people so and i have like a lot of uh messages on my instagram or facebook where people say hey i didn't know thanks you know for bringing that up even it's funny because people tend to react a little bit more to funny stuff yeah. obviously we all do right um but still this, the serious part of it is people actually sending me messages and saying thanks i didn't know right and it's just like for me when when you go to a house and what i always do is say hey is there anything on the seller's disclosure so i know i have an idea if they say everything is fine we just replace the roof and then you go up there and there, there are two huge holes in the roof you know you have to laugh you have to smile yeah, it's yeah. just it's just funny you know but you got to keep in mind you got to be a little bit then the know. sellers say well we didn't know right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. kind of <laughs> and it, and you know it's it's cool because um it's you're standing out okay mm -hmm. you, you're not just like every other inspector you're standing out you're showing people um a funny cool way of your inspections which makes people remember you which mm -hmm. picks up business at the end of the day it does yeah right i mean it puts food on the table it's a professional business obviously you've been around you you guys have a great name for yourself and uh um y you know you have a great reputation and everything um but at the at the same token it's like uh, you want to be able to again standing out from possible i guess you would say competitors but from other inspectors as well but right. also getting the um the attention of of well, social market media and all that stuff. Now, getting the attention of folks out there, because again, you're saying that the uh, some of the folks didn't know um, certain items, but they paid attention to your video, Correct. Uh, because it was, you know, it's and also realtors too, because now when I think, okay, when it's time for me to do an inspection, who am I gonna think of? You know, I don't have many. I don't have many inspection friends really. So like, I'm gonna <laughs> think of you because here we go. Because uh, you know your videos are funny and you do a great job every time. I appreciate so that. Thanks. Automatically, I'm gonna think of you. Uh huh. Whereas like, you know, I probably have scrolled through social media and scrolled through like a hundred different inspectors' posts, but 
Right. It's all kind of the same, like boring stuff. And then I see yours, and I'm like, oh, he's, he's probably going to do something funny. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that coin, even though there is, you know, some humor to it, I'm sure there's been some very serious uh, instances <laughs> that you've come across where either it was hazardous to you or, um, you know, wires dangling, uh, you know, have you yourself been electrocuted? Sure, of course. <laughs> Not only once. <laughs> how, how bad was it? Well, it's actually okay. I mean, like growing up being on construction, I had been like on a lot of electric shocks, I would say. Um, but, you know, thankfully, if the GFI works, so you should be fine. And especially crawling through attics, like when you, you have to imagine this, it's like, it's hot. It's yeah. really hot oh, up yeah. there, especially in the summer. And if you have a huge house, you have to crawl through. Um, there is no way to just stick your head in there and say yeah, everything is fine because usually those things you know show up somewhere at the end of, mm. of an attic so you have to crawl through there and if somebody did some let's say house is 20 years old and they added some wiring light fixtures or so and you go up there and something sticks out and you just crawl through you, you literally crawl through and you you know you touch something especially when a wire touches you know something else and you you just grab to it and then it's just but it's okay. You have, you, have you ever gotten shocked? You're like, okay, I'm calling it a day. That, I no, can't even not think by right. electric shock. I called it a day several times, um, but not by electric shock. Okay. <laughs> You're a trooper. Me, I would have been like, oh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> no, it, that's, yeah, it's, I lost a few hairs, but. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but uh, walking around in, or uh, crawling around on a roof, there's like nails and things like that. I'm sure you've been. Yeah. Well, if it's like, if it's a, a regular asphalt shingle roof, mm -hmm. I try to, to walk all those roofs because they're easily walkable. As we know, if you have like a, a tile roof, first of all, like a cracked tile is not a defective item as far as the contract goes. Second of all, if I walk there, I might break more mm -hmm. than I find. So I have a drone, which I use if there is like a really high, high house, like a two story house and I can't see the roof from the ground. I just fly the drone. Okay. But on a shingle roof, I always like to walk the roof. And then of course, you know, it's, if, if the roof is old, it's slippery, you know, gotta be careful. Yeah. So how many times do you think, just an estimate, how many times do you think you've been, you've been shocked? Well, I'm sure like 10 times. 10, about 10 yes. times? Yeah. So that's, first, ten, that's 10 times too many for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's just an uncomfortable feeling of that shock. You know, growing up on the countryside, if you, if you, if you're, if when I was a, a kid, you know, running around those fields where you have all those, those cows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the farm fences. I used the to farm fences, the electric, and that was like something. But those are not counted in the tents. I was getting shocked during the inspection. So I'm just saying, but we grabbed those as fun as kids. So. Oh, so you were training for the shock. Yes, probably yeah, that I, was I, the, I, planting I, the seed for the, doing the inspection. <laughs> I've had a few of those myself. We used to feed the cows at my grandmother's place with the corn stalk. Yeah, and if the, if the corn stalk would break, uh, it would touch the wires, and, you know, because it's heavy on the, the front end. And, the, and then I would, get, I would get a nice zip. Yeah, you sometimes need a break. But, you know, it's, it's just part of what it is, I would say. Yeah. 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 And by the time it happens, it's too late anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what would you say the, the, the craziest, most dangerous inspection you've ever done? I'm sure one of those three that you said when you called it a day might. Well, I would say the most dangerous, where I personally felt like a little bit threatened was actually being threatened by a human being rather than being by something like. Oh, um, oh really? Yeah. I remember one inspection let's say up in Lehigh mm -hmm. and um, the individual in the house seemed to be was a little bit let's put it this way how can I say 
He took something which was not taken from the pharmacy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it appeared to me at least that, you know, he was a little bit unconscious, uh, which was fine. Um, the, the, the place just looked a little iffy. You know, I've, I've been there oftentimes. But then I did see like a lot of uh, knives and stuff laying around, which also, you know, you can run, you know, it's if, if somebody happened. But then, you know, as I proceeded the inspection going in his in his bedroom, you know, he was following me and he, you know, there are a couple of loaded guns and stuff. So I felt like really, you know, a little bit uncomfortable in there. And the place was really like iffy. So, you know, having a person who is really not by himself um, with loaded weapons. So that's where I said, it. you know what, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that could, so, that could turn sideways really quick. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, but it, it ju I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah, you never know. It's just know. a weird situation if you're there. You, you never know. know. Now, to piggyback off that, would, would have you considered getting, um, you know, um, uh, is it called a concealed weapons permit for no. no no never before that one anyway no <laughs> I, I rather I rather try to just go you go away <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so that that was one do you got any more um as far as yeah actually like which you know I remember one new construction I did and um, I opened up the closet door and there it was a huge spider like this size <laughs> 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 so that's the thing like where really like i i mean i i know the agent i said and he he was actually he, he bought the place so it was his house and i said you know i closed the door here you can go inside i actually have i did i had a story on there but that was like really i hate spiders oh and that you know <laughs> thinking about i mean that was going to piggyback and that's going to go into one of our other questions <laughs> i think but um I would think that they're crawling around in the attics and, mm -hmm. and you would come across a lot of like black widows or... Yes, you, know. you did. Like this one was like really, I don't know, like a couple of inches or so. Like, you know, it's like long legs. I'm just, I just, I don't know. Yeah. You know, coming from Austria, there are not really like a lot of dangerous animals, I would say. Right. Um, the snakes, you have like more worms and stuff. So that's not really something. And I remember like, you know, doing the first inspections here. We started in October of 2016. And then going like in the season, especially like the gator season, then baiting season, all that stuff coming up. You know, I had to run off oftentimes at the beginning because I was just walking, you know, and if you're somewhere in a lake and the gators are there, I, you know, I just had to take off several times. And the black snakes, uh. like just sitting there somewhere, you know, in the bushes, and you walk towards to an air conditioning and you look <laughs> like the snake is right there. So th like those kind of things. But, you know, you get used to it now. You don't even... You know, see it. I'm oh. sure there's there's some inspectors that have gone up into a roof and come across yeah, like a Burmese python. Or yeah, somebody told me, a guy told me recently that they like whatever years ago they went up in an attic somewhere from Myers or Cape Coral, and it was actually hanging like a huge snake because the owner just let it free. Oh, and it was like hanging in there. So, so what's uh, what's one of the craziest animals you come across like in the attic? Besides the spider? Yeah. Well, I'm not really afraid about animals, but. Has any has any yeah. animal where you're crawling up there startled you? Where you're like, whoa, that yeah. shouldn't be up here. Yes. So, one thing what shouldn't be up there was a duck. Like <laughs> a duck. Yeah, it was already gone. So you know, duck called it a day kind of, but it was still up there, and we were surprised because it was a huge duck like sitting in an attic. Oh uh, wow, uh, that's that strange. was pretty interesting. Um, but one thing I see often, rats. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and that's interesting because sometimes you really have to crawl backwards. And then you hear something and you look and, you know, it happened that rats like run over my chest and oh, stuff. Oh, man. So that's kind that of like... That would freak me out. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Better than the spider, though. Yeah. 
that's for sure. So I got a question for you. Do you, uh -huh. uh, do you uh, recommend uh, performing inspections on new constructions? If so, why? Yes, absolutely. So that's, that's a really, really good question. Um, a lot of people underestimate that because you have to see it from this side. The builder is the seller. So when, when, you, when, they, and when, when they build a new house, they, they finish everything, then they have their own punch list, which means they have their own people um, walking through, um, pointing out blue tape and everywhere, and then the paint crew or whatever, you know, cleaning crew comes through, and then they check everything off. This is the point where you should have like a third party inspector like me coming in. Once the builder says, we are fine, we're good to go, we can close whatever in a couple of weeks, um, you will be surprised. Mm -hmm. um, so there is there's basically a lot of cosmetic items on the punch list where you see cracked tiles, not finished showers. I had it once where a window fell out when I opened it. Um, insulation missing, like not finished roofs. There is just so many things. And especially when it comes like if you buy a new construction and you have like a cracked countertop and all those things, you don't want to have it because you pay a lot of money for it and it's new. It should be new. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I just saw one. Uh, you did have a video where it was new construction and the window hit the gutter what when yes. it didn't actually yeah that was one that was one yeah uh thankfully because the code says you need to have like one access point in a certain height and a certain size so there were more windows so it was not code compliant mm. but it was overseen that it should be corrected because if you you know it's a window should open do you but do you think uh part of that is because maybe the builders just run out of funds and they're like well we don't we can't finish this or do you think it's laziness or? so what i see like if you go a little bit east of Maria, for an example, you see that the the gonna say like the quality of the finishes are a little bit less uh, in in standards. That's just because you know the big box builders they they wrapping up those houses like so quick, um, and the labor force they they're just so under stress. And I think like it's more like this: everybody's under stress, needs to be finished on a certain time, and it, it's I think it's more like this more trying to meet a deadline instead right, of actually right. really finishing it right gotcha. and it's also you know like all those 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 builders they have like subs and they have subs so there's a painting crew coming out and it's just like it's it's just for peace of mind you know i would rather spend like three four hundred bucks it depends on the size and have yeah. me coming in and check it out because there's always something i've never been in a new construction where i said well perfect yeah right i have some maybe a little controversial but i do mm -hmm. i just want to get your take on it mm -hmm. Um, have you ever had uh, an agent either ha try to get you to inflate uh, issues in an inspection report or tr to, to either get a bigger credit back uh, or try to negotiate a credit towards the, the home or, and or get out of a, a contract? Sure, <laughs> but uh, on the wrong spot with me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, our whole team actually is like, we're really straightforward. So that's that's what we like we follow our procedure um even though we're funny but you know i had to turn people away but like few people tried to do that and then they called again and i told them i'm sorry you know i i, I don't want to work with you anymore because of what happened the last time yeah because i you know it's your reputation that's not only the yeah you're right not only reputation but you know if everybody works in a team so let's say you know you have the buyer you have the seller and you you call me for the inspection you have a seller you have a buyer you know we all understand that somebody wants to sell something somebody wants to buy something and it's my job to protect first the buyer um and protect also the buyer's agent because that's that's the main important thing because mm -hmm. if somebody goes south you know they always come back to all of us right and yep. that's 
that's not the right way to do it. Yep, absolutely. Thank you for uh, addressing that. So let's talk a little bit about the, the do's and the don'ts. What, what are some tips um, that you can give listing agents uh, for their clients, maybe to get things fixed before the inspector comes? Mm-hmm. I know I had an inspection uh, a couple months ago, and um, the listing agent was like, hey, you know, there's a um, – she told her, her seller – I was on the buyer side – she told her seller that it looks the 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 vents, the air vents were mm-hmm. very dirty. So she said, "Get those clean because you don't want the the inspector coming and saying that's that's having to do a mold test and maybe that's mold." Mm-hmm. Um, so they ended up getting it cleaned and then it looked perfect for, uh, for the inspection uh, the inspector, mm-hmm. um, which helped out the sale. Well, that's like air conditioning is like I always put it this way. There are like several parts in the home which are like the main concerns yeah start off with the roof you got the plumbing you got the electric you got the ac water heater foundation those are the main parts i understand like if you live in a house like for several years you don't see everything what's going on inside so like we do pre-listing inspections where we just go in um, it's not really like a full inspection but i just walk through the house with um you know it's also lower in price and i walk through the house with the seller and say okay we're going to check some receptacles if the gvis are working we're going to see if there's anywhere leak underneath so that they can adjust you know the the cutoffs we see i crawl through the attic and see if there is any you know suspected leaks something like that so that's always important but for the seller what they can do is you know run all windows up and down see if there are some balances broken like sliding glass doors the rollers maybe have them like a little bit lubricated and run all faucets and air conditioning obviously it's recommended to have it serviced twice a year and change the filter every 30 to 60 days and how many times have you seen where people don't change that filter so what i also do is like warranty inspection like before the one year warranty is over um and i you know people even there haven't changed the filters and sometimes when it's tenant occupied um several years so i there is like dust this thick oh my god and it can actually you know harm the ac because if there is you know restricted airflow the coils can ice up so it's it's not good yeah that could be a a lot more of expensive problem than just changing out a filter (laughs) absolutely so i guess um what how how long does a a roof generally last here in in florida before it becomes a concern Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on what kind of roof you have. Right. So the long-lasting roof, from our experience, is if you have a metal roof. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it lasts the longest, and it's the wind resistant um, and looks good, in right. my opinion. If you, especially if you go downtown, you know, they build all those new construction, put metal roof. It's like kind of like Florida style. Um, you got to understand that a roof, like a regular tile roof, usually lasts about 25-ish years. The tiles, of course, they last, I wouldn't say forever, but for a very long time. There is a membrane underneath mm-hmm. those tiles and the membrane, what we call it, it's hot mopped, especially where you see valleys overhangs. And because of heat and rain and the weather here in Florida, kind of expands and contracts and then it gets brittle and cracks. And that's where you see leaks coming in. So enough the period like a regular uh, tile roof, let's say about 25 ish years, it's not meaning that you have to replace it. But once you have to spend like a couple thousand every year, you know, to have it repaired for leaks, you might consider to replace it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you have any advice for uh, uh, real estate agents, home sellers, home buyers, and maybe even uh, new inspectors? Sure. Um, you want to follow up the line? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
especially for for agents what i always recommend if if you represent the buyer be at the inspection that's that's really important so that even you know oftentimes the buyers are out of state not here just be there so that you can you can see what the inspector does and if if your buyer has any questions so that you're able to answer it um also for agents like be educated as good as possible like you know what i what i always tell my agents who are you know using us a lot send me a message i mean if if i don't sleep or so i usually answer pretty quick um over text or instagram um if you have any questions sometimes if they are out showings on the sunday and they have questions or so just you know they can always text me and i try to answer as good as possible so what i always recommend be like educated environmental and for the inspection like we just talked about roof you know if you can answer this to your to your buyers i think that's that's that brings in a good light as well probably that that and ac units too. ac units right yeah yes. about typically how long do they last well i mean it depends on you know the model and correct and if you change the filter, and if you change the filter. <laughs> um like the usually lifespan is eight to twelve years mm-hmm. um but i've seen like units 25 years or older which are still running it's just the point let's say you have a 12 year old unit and the coils you know go south it's like 1200 for the repair rather than having like maybe five grand for a new one so you gotta think about it right like train carrier those two brands are usually the units will last the longest gotcha um so we were talking about uh, you know our environment and everything that we've currently been in uh, all of us uh, together um, in this uh, covid pandemic what have you done to stay positive and how has it affected your business well we had like a dip i would say business wise where we a couple of weeks where we like when everything kind of started um when everything was released like a couple of weeks went like really really down to like just maybe like one or two inspections per week so that was really slow what's your what's your average your um normal? well it really depends but i had like before that i was averaging which is which is a lot like um three to four a day sometimes five so we worked oh, like wow. really long in there i mean i gotta tell you, i got a great team we you know i got a great office manager my business partner christina so we work all together it's just me being out there in the field and doing the inspection but you know especially having the report writing up answering those phone calls and addresses emails and all that stuff so there's like the back office you know need to be really efficient right. in order to be able to do like four or five inspections a day so that yeah. that's really and especially like the motivation for me look i guess that puts a lot of stress on a lot of people especially going with this uh covid pandemic and I learned to cope stress um, with just keep your mind busy. Mm-hmm. Just do stuff like, you know, Im- improve yourself and see how you can come out like after this. And that if we work closely together as a team, we figure out what can we do, you know, to provide some value. So we, we you know, we gave a discount like 20% of everything or so. Um, we now have something still going on as a discount wise. So we try to kind of like just brainstorm, keep the mind busy. And for me personally, sport, that's just you know if i go out on a bike ride for three hours just you know clear your mind yeah Yeah, i I did see you ride a lot of ride the bike um the uh i had something that was gonna ask you and it slipped my mind here (laughs) um but yeah it's 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 important it's important to come out of this with either improving yourself some somewhere right right? I, i would say like if if you have the 
if, if you have the possibility to kind of take this negative energy and transform it in something positive, no matter what it is, if, if you just help somebody, if you provide your knowledge to someone, it, you know, it doesn't need to be like a huge donation for someone or like wh whatever it is, as long as you can just take that and give back a little bit in this time, I think you win. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's great. Hey, I figured out what I wanted to ask you. Sure. Okay, so one, uh, how many people are on your team? So we have like... Um, we have somebody in the office, uh, an office manager. Her name is Eva. She's great. She runs the office. Um, then I, we got one inspector, kind of inspector, kind of part time, especially during the season. Sometimes when you have like a huge house, I'm talking about ten thousand square foot plus, it's just challenging, like doing two or three inspections and have this big, big of a house. Mm -hmm. So I need help a little bit, I would say. Um, and we have a few subcontractors, like for wind mitigation, termite, the mold, and all that stuff uh, for remote remediation. So we have we have a nice team. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah, it keeps everything organized, and it sounds very organized over yeah, there. Yeah, that's what team. we try to do. Like you know, yeah. just be. We we try to be as thorough as possible. We try to be as fair as possible, and we try to be always on spot yeah especially doing three or four a day that's a long day it is yeah <laughs> but it's more like challenging almost the driving especially <laughs> during yeah. the season so can you talk to us a little bit about um the packages that you offer now now we're we're in may uh it is currently may 20th and i know you mm -hmm. mentioned that uh there was um you were offering some kind of discount right um which by the way it's may 20th ladies and gentlemen so this could change in the future but if you were to take advantage of it now um what, what would you be offering? So right now we have 20% off of all environmental testing. So from my understanding, like what I did see like the last couple of weeks, and maybe you can confirm that, that the market picked up. Mm -hmm. So we're like solid booked for this week. We're already booking for next week. So like, like going back to that, like free inspections per day. So we're really blessed on that. Um, but also people who are not really being in the real estate, you know, taking want to have like maybe mold or radon test so we have 20 percent off all environmental testing which we might going to continue uh, throughout next month um, i'm sure we have some sort of sale going on for next month but they can find that on your on your website yeah we have a website um I, we send out emails um we obviously have it on uh, social media uh, platforms um yeah okay. that's what we try to bring it out Good, perfect. Awesome. I always appreciate the local businesses also trying to contribute and give back a little bit with mm -hmm. the agents and things like that because it, it, it's been a struggle. It's, some agents are doing great. Some agents are not, you know, they had one or two deals and not not so good, you know. So, um, But I would anticipate an influx from those uh, previously mentioned states that uh, um, people are going to want to get out of some of these crowded cities or, or retire a little bit earlier now and, and uh, come to s uh, southwest Florida. So you might... You might be, uh, hopefully... Um, I know I would be if I was in one of those cities. I would not want to get stuck in a pandemic and trapped in a city again, yeah. especially a big city. Where it's already claustrophobic. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, especially with here being Naples-based, I mean, we, we're serving Marco Island, Naples. We go up to, you know, sometimes Cape Coral. It's not our main, but sometimes Lehigh. Um, sometimes not, not that one house. Not that one house. <laughs> <laughs> it stays away from a certain black. Yeah, we, that's true. <laughs> We go out Ave Maria, like it's, we cover really like a, a huge area, but especially in Naples, Naples for me personally, it's like, it's, it's a perfect size city. Yeah. You're like between like, we call it South because East is different, like uh, actually a different side of it. South and North Naples, you're like within 30 minutes um, and you got everything you have. And I mean, yeah. people are great here. The lifestyle is great here. So 
um, definitely for folks who want to move here. I mean, there's no better place, I would say. And like I said before, I'm very biased. We have the best beaches, at least uh, in the country. <laughs> and you might have mentioned this before, but what, what brought you specifically to Naples? Well, it's interesting. Um, like, I remember back when I was 10 years old, I always had the dream for some reason. I don't know if you can, like a 10-year-old can, can actually call it a goal, but I had a dream living in the U.S. for some reason. And I remember, like, watching all those movies growing up, you know, um, American movies and all those serials. It, it was just fun to watch it, so it was always, and started playing music and, and stuff. So it, it's always kind of like, was a dream to be here. I had a cousin who actually... Um, was an exchange student when I was 10 years old in Marco Island. So when she came back to Austria, she showed me pictures of how beautiful it is here. So this was always kind of like being at the back here. So, you know, it took kind of 20 years to get here, but... Yeah, you're here. <laughs> I am here, so you're that's here. great. <laughs> and is it just as beautiful as those pictures you saw? Yeah, well, I think it's better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sometimes pictures don't do the justice. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it here. So we saw you playing a guitar, one of your videos. Uh, you did a, a Johnny Cash parody. Um, Gotta love Johnny Cash. Uh, oh, Florida. Yeah, I love Johnny. The man in black, man. Yes. Um, and so, so do you play the guitar a lot, or is that just a... Well, when the time allows is, you know, I would, I would say like growing up being like 16, 17 years, I played in a band and stuff. Um, but, but now it's just for fun playing at home or for social media sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relax the stress, you know. Oh, it does. It yes. does. Especially in a time like that. Absolutely. Um, so, Rick, we're going to uh, wrap it up here. Um, Marcus, this has been uh, an absolute pleasure. We're cheering you on, wishing you all the continued I success. This. Thanks again. Um, love everything that you're doing. Continue to do it, please. We definitely find um, uh, find entertainment in it, and it's knowledgeable for us as well. You know, going into um, inspections of our own and to um, uh, it's 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 great. So that's, keep keep doing it. That's awesome. And again, like really, like I'm not saying. If you have questions, whatever it is, even even if you if you're not like booking an inspection or you just need to know something like like all the agents, you know, it doesn't matter. Just send me look look me up on social media and send me like questions. If how you how much does it cost to send you those questions? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, where speaking of social media, where can people find you? Um, we have. Like the personal page is uh, Mr. Home Check. Um, that's where you can find me and see all the good stuff, the funny videos. We have Home Check Systems on Instagram. So the most thing we do on Instagram uh, and Facebook, we have a website. We're on Google. Um, so you can check out all those medias. Yeah, so definitely reach out to Marcus if you have any questions. It's really easy. It's seven numbers. You hit send, and then he'll answer your question. It's as easy as that. <laughs> sure. Hey, uh, before we before we uh, let go here, I'm gonna go ahead and play that uh, Johnny Cash song for our listeners because you know we could <laughs> we could all use a good sure. a good listen. Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. Not really, but still. <laughs> Just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy and always wash your hands. But I didn't listen, now we got the mess. <laughs> All our beaches are closed and there is nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was hilarious. That's great. We were rolling in the office awesome. for, for a good while about that. But, uh, hey, uh, please contact us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. DM us with any questions that you may have and any feedback, um, and we'll try to get to them in the next week's episode. Go ahead, follow us, and like us on social media at Doors Open Connect, Facebook page at Doors Open Connect LLC, uh, LinkedIn to Sean Robinson, and we have a TikTok, which we're starting up at Doors Open Connect. Hey, by the way, have you considered TikTok? Uh, I yes. think you should. I that think would I be very funny I, with an inspection. Yes, I consider it. It's it. Yes, we'll stay tuned. <laughs> okay, good, good. That'll take you to the next level, my man. <laughs> sure. So, anyway, folks, greatly appreciated as always. The, the, all the support. Please continue to share these podcasts with your friends and your your family and loved ones and business partners and real estate agents, mortgage loan originators, anybody who can benefit from this podcast. We greatly appreciate the uh, the follow and um, and sharing it and getting that out there. Um, thank you, as always, to Joe, uh, Jared and Joe of Divine Digital for allowing us to record. Hey, if you guys have an exciting app idea, if, you, if you've gone two months at home and, and you had a business idea or something that you wanted to um, create, get on the phone with these guys. They do a free consultation. Um, they'll even help you set up your own podcast if you'd like. Um, you know, contact uh, Jared or Joe of Divine Digital Agency. Um, they were instrumental with uh, helping us build our platform, Doors Open Connect. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we definitely uh, would encourage you to reach out to them. So, hey, um, thank you guys for everything. This has been great. <laughs> Big shout out and thank you. Um, and, hey, we're, we're doors open. We'll keep the deals, uh, keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. I'm Deshaun Robinson, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. Until next time, this is DOC, and we're signing out. <laughs>